Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Tonight, vaccines for elementary school children. Pfizer says its COVID shot is safe and effective for kids ages 5 to 11. The new information tonight for parents. 28 million children could be eligible for a vaccine by Halloween. Why health experts say it can't come soon enough as kids account for one in four new cases. Plus, COVID is officially America's deadliest pandemic as the death toll surpasses the 1918 Spanish flu. The Gabby Petito mystery. The FBI searches the home of her fiancé after police find remains they believe to be the 22-year-old. But where is Brian Laundrie? Immigration crisis. Federal agents on horseback. The White House calls these images from the southern border horrific as the administration begins deporting thousands of Haitian migrants. Wall Street sell-off. What caused this steep drop in the Dow? Christmas in jeopardy? Dozens of fully loaded cargo ships carrying everything from toys to furniture sit offshore. What's causing the delay? Major eruption. Homes destroyed. Evacuations ordered as rivers of lava flow through a Spanish island. And unifying America. A new memorial to heal the wounds from a terrible crime more than a century ago. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this busy Monday night. We're going to begin with important news for millions of parents. Pfizer says its COVID vaccine is safe and works at a lower dose for children 5 to 11 years old. The company says it will seek emergency use authorization and shots could be available as soon as Halloween. It's a big development right now. Children account for more than one in four new COVID infections. And it comes as the U.S. passed another sobering milestone. COVID has now killed more than 675,000 Americans. That's more than the estimated death toll from the 1918 flu. And they had no vaccine back then. The other big headline today, President Biden is easing airline restrictions, letting more travelers come in from Europe and other regions, provided they're vaccinated and test negative. So we've got a lot of new reporting for you tonight. CBS's Mola Lenghi is going to lead us off from New York City. Good evening, Mola. 
Well, good evening, Nora. The new Pfizer data suggests that its vaccine provides robust COVID protection. For the tens of millions of young Americans who are still ineligible for the shot, just today, this middle and high school in Manhattan closed for a week because of a COVID outbreak. But help could soon be on the way. Tonight, there's a dose of good news from Pfizer. Five to 11-year-olds are one step closer to getting vaccinated. Results from a recent clinical trial showed they had strong immune responses to the COVID vaccine with minimal side effects. We have a vaccine dose that is well-tolerated, safe, and generates an antibody response that's likely to protect against COVID-19. What's next? Where do we go from here? The, the next step is to assemble all this information and submit it uh, to the FDA by the end of this month. The proposed child shot would be a third of the dose approved for anyone 12 and up. We as a family decided to try to move forward. Dr. Richard Chung enrolled his two sons in Pfizer vaccine trials. If they wanted to rush it, they could have. But this shows that that rigor uh, is not lacking. Joshua is eight. He didn't know whether he received the vaccine or a placebo. I was really excited to get myself protected from the from coronavirus. The need for a vaccine for young people is urgent. Weekly new COVID cases in children have jumped by more than 150% in the last month. As the U.S. still struggles to contain the pandemic, despite a national average of nearly 2,000 COVID deaths a day, the Biden administration today announced it'll lift travel restrictions on fully vaccinated tourists from overseas beginning in November. Dr. Scott Gottlieb is a former FDA commissioner and sits on Pfizer's board of directors. At this point, um, there's so much virus around the world, I'm not sure what we're keeping out. Also today, protocols are being shifted in New York City public schools. Random testing of unvaccinated students will be performed weekly instead of twice a month. And beginning next week, unvaccinated students exposed to a positive case will no longer have to quarantine if they were masked and socially distant. This allows us to strike the balance of both keeping kids safe while ensuring that um, that kids remain in school uh, when it is safe for them to do so. Well, it's unlikely children under the age of five years old will be eligible for a vaccine before the end of the year. And Pfizer's Dr. Gruber told us today that ultimately, Children will likely need vaccines, although, Nora, there is no timetable on those shots either. All right, Molengi, thank you so much. And we want to turn now to immigration because today the Biden administration said it plans to admit up to 125,000 refugees in the next year. That's actually more than eight times the ceiling set by former President Trump. At the same time, deportations are being sped up for nearly 15,000 migrants, mostly Haitian, who are camped out beneath a bridge on the Texas border. CBS's Manuel Bohorkas is following the crisis in Del Rio, Texas. Tonight, a sea of humanity and desperation along the Texas-Mexico border that has overwhelmed the U.S. Border Patrol. A number of agents on horseback can be seen trying to keep migrants from crossing into the country while threatening them with what appears to be horses' reins or ropes, including families like this one holding a baby when the agents get dangerously close. As they try to pass, the agent said this to them. Hey, you use your women? This is why your country... A massive show of force by Texas troopers creating a barricade along the border to stop the thousands of mainly Haitian migrants from arriving in Del Rio, Texas. The Department of Homeland Security is executing what could be one of the largest mass deportations in decades to remove the remaining of the nearly 15,000 migrants at the camp. 
Today, Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas warned those coming illegally will be returned. That this is not the way to come to the United States. Trying to enter the United States illegally is not worth the tragedy, the money, or the effort. Some who qualify for asylum have been allowed in, like Ralder Vissant, who fled Haiti's crime and poverty three years ago and trekked here from Chile. He says he left because there's no security in Haiti and is looking for a better life. But as the administration tries to crack down on illegal crossings, Mexican officials tell CBS News migrants are looking for other routes to enter the country as an alternative to being deported back to Haiti. Alex Rossier is a 36-year-old Haitian migrant. I don't want to be deported. If I'm deported now, I'll die in Haiti. Why? Because there's no security in Haiti. 600 additional federal agents have been sent to this stretch of the border as the U.S. increases the number of deportation flights to Haiti. There is some concern that migrants may attempt more dangerous crossings. One recently drowned along a wider section of the Rio Grande. Nora. Manny Bohorquez, thank you so much. Well, we could learn as soon as tomorrow if remains found in Wyoming are those of Gabby Petito, the young woman who'd been missing for weeks. And tonight, police and the FBI are still searching for her fiancé. CBS's Jerika Duncan is following new developments tonight in Florida. Police search warrant. FBI agents descended on the Florida home of 23-year-old Brian Laundrie. They were inside for nearly six hours, questioning his parents and collecting evidence that might tell them what happened to Petito and where laundry is. The manhunt led them to a nearby nature preserve, but investigators found nothing. Gabby Petito never goes outside. The couple left in early July on a cross-country road trip documenting their travels in a blog called Van Life. But this 911 call came in August. I'd like to report a domestic dispute. We drove by and the gentleman was slapping the girl. He was slapping her? Yes. That led to this exchange with police in Utah. I would have been fighting all morning and, and he would have let me in the car before. There were no arrests. The couple said they were headed to Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. And nearby this weekend, the FBI made a grim discovery. Human remains were discovered, consistent with the description of Gabrielle Gabby Petito. The cause of death has not been determined at this time. On September 1st, Brian Laundrie returned home without Petito. Ten days later, she was reported missing. It's a lot of time for somebody to kind of get their act together. We certainly think Brian has some explaining to do. It was assumed Laundrie was inside his home, but his parents told police they hadn't seen him since last Tuesday. While Brian has disappeared, Petito's family said in a statement, Brian is not missing, he is hiding. Petito's friend, Rose Davis, is also demanding answers. First word that popped in my brain was coward, to be honest with you. You're supposed to love her. You're supposed to marry her. I wanted to text him and just be like, please, please give me something. And Nora, search warrant documents obtained by CBS News show that communication between Petito and her mother suggests there was more and more tension building between Laundrie and Petito. All right, Jerika Duncan, thank you. Well, there was a chaotic and frightening scene today in Newport News, Virginia. Police cars and anxious parents converged on a high school after shots were fired. We get more now from CBS's Jeff Pegues. 
One officer to stay with a victim. We're setting up a team. Police were on the scene outside the Southern Virginia High School just after gunfire rang out this morning. All you heard was pow, pow, because it was, it was, it was, it just, it just shake coming. Two 17-year-olds were shot and wounded, one in the face and one in the leg. When I got here, I saw a young lady who was shot. I saw her bleeding. The other young man who was shot, we saw him going to the ambulance. It's just traumatic. Officials said that they were targeted by a teenager they knew. I think that there was some type of altercation, but I don't want to speculate on what that is. I don't want to go that until we know for sure. Students were evacuated immediately and sent to the school's tennis courts where parents could meet their children. My heart dropped. My my mouth fell wide open, and I just started praying and started driving fast to get here. The shooter was at large for several hours. He was last seen up there in front of the building running before police made an arrest this afternoon and recovered the weapon police have not named the suspect but the working theory right now is that this was not a random shooting investigators believe the suspect knew exactly who he was going after nora jeff begays thanks so much Wall Street had its worst day since May. Investors are worried about China's second largest property developer defaulting. And on top of that, there's concern about the Delta variant's impact on business and what will happen at a Federal Reserve meeting tomorrow. The Dow closed down more than 600 points, about 1.8 percent. The Nasdaq dropped by more than 2 percent. Well, you don't have to look far to see how much the pandemic has driven up the cost of goods and services. And part of the problem is a sea of trouble at the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach that handle 40 percent of the nation's imports. Here's CBS's Carter Evans. It's an L.A. traffic jam in the Pacific. Tonight, a record 70 cargo ships carrying everything from furniture and electronics to holiday toys are just waiting to get into the ports of L.A. and Long Beach. What you're seeing now is an advance of the Christmas season. L.A. Port Director Gene Soroka says shipping traffic is up 50 percent from pre-pandemic levels. The American consumer's buying strength is so strong and epic that we can't absorb all this cargo into the domestic supply chain. What does that mean for the average consumer? That means you're not going to find the product you want as quickly as normal. If you're shopping for the holidays, start now. When buyers wiped out Tony Yabaka's inventory last year, he immediately ordered 100 new bikes. Where are all the bikes right now? Well, I'd imagine some of them are on the ships right out here in San Pedro. It is frustrating because you can look down into the harbor and see all the containers that are stacked five, six high. That's because there's a shortage of trucks and drivers to pick up the goods. There are really, on average, about 16 available truckload shipments for every available truck to move product out of there. Bob Biesterfeld, CEO of shipping logistics company C.H. Robinson, says major retailers are paying for planes to fly in goods from overseas. Some are even chartering entire container ships. And that's something that, frankly, we've just never seen before. We expect there will be more bare shelves for the holiday season this year than people may be accustomed to. Even next year's holiday gifts may be in jeopardy. The economic logjam could continue until the end of 2022. Carter Evans, CBS News, Los Angeles. Tonight, a class action lawsuit has been filed in Louisiana accusing the power company Entergy of failing to prepare for Hurricane Ida. Weeks after the storm, more than 20,000 customers are still without electricity. Can you imagine? Well, CBS's Jesse Mitchell met a family especially hard hit. The grandma was in the part of the house that the roof started coming off. Oh, my God. When it started coming off. It was I bad. Wasn't, I, wasn't I was scared. scared. You're trying to survive in the situation you're in. 
two weeks after Hurricane Ida tore through Golden Meadow, Louisiana. I'm grateful to God that we're alive. We met Crystal Hodge and her family living in a house still without power. Since the storm, we've taken on additional family members. My daughter, her daughter, my daughter's mother-in-law, and my niece. And she's been sleeping here, and her clothes is all here. Three homes between them suffered severe damage. They've been keeping the lights on here with a generator. They can only afford to run half the day. How often do you refill it? Daily. Daily. Oh, yeah, daily. Having power for Hodge and her family is essential. Her mother, Elaine, is recovering from a recent heart attack and sits by the light of a bedroom window to sort through her medicine. And Hodge's niece, Demi, is diabetic. They run the refrigerator just long enough to keep her insulin cool. She was hospitalized last week for a kidney infection, and it's super dangerous for her diabetes. But the whole family now feels endangered. This has started dripping. They believe mold is starting to grow because of this leaky ceiling and fear for baby Jennifer. She coughs, but not... It's a different kind of cough that I've never heard or have before. The women are grateful for the outpouring of support from neighbors. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate you and God bless you. God bless but you they're guys. mindful it will be a tough road ahead. We'll eat cheap and try to save, save, save everywhere we can. And she says they will weather what's to come together. You never know, dear, how much I love you. Jesse Mitchell, CBS News. Golden Meadow, Louisiana. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. A large volcanic eruption in Spain's Canary Islands, northwest of Africa, forced more than 5,000 residents and tourists to evacuate. Look at this. Rivers of lava are flowing down the mountain, destroying everything in their path, including more than 100 houses. Stunningly, there are no reports of injuries or deaths. All right. Did you watch the Emmy Awards? I did. The big winners included Ted Lasso, which took home four trophies, including Outstanding Comedy Series. The Crown won out for Outstanding Drama Series. And Michaela Cole gave a stunning speech she created and starred in I May Destroy You. And she's the first black woman to win a writing Emmy for a limited series. All right. The Inspiration4 space mission made lots of money for cancer research. The four civilian crew members splashed down safely on Saturday. The SpaceX mission raised more than $200 million for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Crew member Haley Arsenault is a childhood cancer survivor. She said it was the trip of a lifetime. Chattanooga, Tennessee, came together on Sunday to honor the victim of a horrible crime and to heal the wounds created more than a century ago. CBS's Omar Villafranca has more in our series, Unifying America. The last time a crowd gathered at Chattanooga's Walnut Street Bridge for Ed Johnson was to witness his lynching. Ed Johnson was ultimately killed on the bridge in the most violent and grotesque ways. 
1906, Johnson was wrongly accused of raping a white woman and sentenced to death. His attorneys appealed to the Supreme Court, which stayed his execution. The Supreme Court, for the first time in its existence, first time ever, intervened in a state criminal prosecution. No one thought that was going to happen. But a bloodthirsty mob dragged Johnson from his jail cell and hung him from this bridge. Johnson's final words etched in his headstone, God bless you all, I am a innocent man. As statues of Johnson and the attorneys who defended him were unveiled, Chattanooga Mayor Tim Kelly issued a formal apology. For the miscarriage of justice that occurred on March 19, 1906. Inspiring a standing ovation. Why do you think it's important to talk about what happened 115 years ago? Well, because it was a gross injustice. And I think this process of reconciliation is really critically important for the city. When I think of this memorial, I think that it's going to stand as a symbol to where people learn that we are far better together than we are divided. Together on the road to reconciliation. Omar Villafranca, CBS News, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Can't get better unless you revisit the mistakes of the past. Tomorrow, join CBS News for live coverage of President Biden's first address at the United Nations. And we'll have a full wrap-up on the CBS Evening News. And if you can't watch us live, set your DVR so you can watch us later. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in our nation's capital. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.